when people walk around with this energy of this is un- life is unjust and unfair, that bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy, they're living, as some would say in this day and age, in a low vibrational space. In the same breath that they are wanting something to be different, their bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy is essentially blocking good things from happening. If I can't accept what has happened to me and start to let go of offenses, my bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy is blocking the very things that I would rather have. My bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy is blocking my blessings. I am Taylor Chandler. I'm a licensed therapist, host of this podcast, Boundaries and Grace, and leader of my practice, Reattach. My mission is to help you shift to secure attachment, uprooting anxiety and avoidance, replacing with clarity and peace. You will shift. Hey, y'all, I'm recording the season finale. I'm recording now, y'all. I'm recording the season finale for Boundaries and Grace. This episode is all about letting go. I am so excited. Oh, I just, you know, y'all, it's something. I'm talking to Patreon right now. It's something about when I start talking on this thing and I just start to get excited. I start to get excited. I enjoy these episodes. Honestly, let me put, let me pat myself on the back. I enjoy listening back to these episodes and it's just in my personality and in my gift and skill set to be um doing this kind of thing. So whenever I get started, I just feel more energized. So um shout out to that. Love that for me. And love that for us as we start to talk about letting go today. It is December 14th, 2022. We are wrapping up the year. We are preparing for a different kind of year. Hello. We are preparing for a different kind of 2023. And so I am glad that we are ending on this note. I hope my hope for you as we go through this episode is that, um, I, we shed some light on how to move forward more efficiently, more effectively, and in a more confident way. Because what I'm believing for, for people who are connected to this work, oh, let me say this right now. What I'm believing for, for people connected to this work, and I mean getting involved in this work. I mean not just listening, but really getting involved. For people who are connected to me inside of this work, I am believing for in overflow for people and I need some space to pour in. Oh, wait a second. Are we getting started already? I am preparing to pour in and I am preparing to call in so much for people who are connected to me and in this work that I need some space to pour in. And so I want to use this time tonight to help you let go of some things as we prepare to receive in 2023. Can somebody in the chat type, I'm ready to receive? Can you just type it in the chat for me? You know, let's get warmed up. I am ready 
to receive. And in order, thank you, Tay. And in order to do that, I've got to let go. Come on. You know, we talk a lot about I want to receive this and that. I believe in for this and that. Pray for this and that. I want this and that. I need this and that. But in order to receive, I've got to make space. Now, I want to read before we get into a couple of these points today. So I'm going to give you a couple things that you can do to let go. Now, we had retreat last weekend and before I get into the content, I want to read I want to read y'all some of these reviews. Can I read Can I read these reviews before Can I tell y'all what happened last week and and how the women received last week? Can I Is that okay before we get into the content here? Some of let me read you three of these reviews and then we'll go. I promise. So, look, Taylor's retreat Y'all, we did the reattach retreat last weekend, all um, all weekend from Friday to Sunday, and we had women coming in. More people flew into Atlanta than drove in, which I was amazed by. And um, people have a lot of wants and have a lot of needs, but what we spent a lot of time doing was understanding how what um, how what you're hanging on to is preventing you from getting to where you want to go. Okay, and so I just want to read you because this is the first time that I did this. And so I just want to read some proof for the podcast about what happened and where we're going. This was a setup for 2023. Let me tell you what Erica said. Erica, Erica from Columbia, South Carolina said Taylor's retreat was simply life changing and amazing to be allowed a safe space to process feelings, struggles, and even wins regarding attachment was life-changing. Taylor and the rest of her team, shout out to Brittany and Brittany, Brittany Stewart and Brittany Young. Taylor and the rest of her team were so warm, welcoming, and empathetic. This retreat is a must if you are looking to develop your understanding and healing regarding attachment. Let me read you, thank you, Erica. Let me read you what Andrea said. The reattached retreat, Coco, we're on the set. Andrea from Baltimore, Maryland said the reattach retreat was life changing. I'm still in awe of the entire experience. There are no words in the English language to describe how impactful this experience has been for me on my healing journey between sisterhood talk, group activities, breakout sessions, food, laughs and tears. I left the retreat feeling absolutely capable, confident and empowered in my ability to create the life that I want to experience. This is definitely a you had to be there and you need to be there next time type of experience. Taylor, thank you for walking in your purpose and cultivating such a transformative event. The work that you do is truly unmatched and God sent. Y'all, are these reviews amazing or what? I'm telling you what I'm about to what we did was set people up for 2023. Can I read you one more review? Taylor's reattached retreat. This is from Amanda. Amanda's from in Phoenix, Arizona. We, we people were all over. We were in Cali, uh, Pennsylvania, New York, um, South Carolina, Atlanta, Arizona. I mean, it was a big deal. Okay, Taylor's reattached retreat was absolutely beautiful. When she announced she'd be offering an in-person retreat to discuss slash work through attachment-related issues, after seeing her work virtually, I knew I wanted in on it, and I'm so grateful. I said yes. Taylor has a way of presenting ideas and perspectives in such an effective way, direct, authentic, and from the heart. Her passion for this work is displayed every time she speaks, and being in her presence in person, that passion was exemplified even greater. I love breaking out into small groups where we got to where we got to dive deeper in a more intimate setting to discover and confront the beliefs that are holding us back from living the experience we want. 
In the larger group, I found value with every question that was asked and addressed, even when a specific issue may not have been relevant for everyone. Being present with the women in the room was such a connecting experience. I learned something new from every discussion with me personally or listening to other interactions. The overall takeaway from this experience was that this work is so incredibly worth it and that people can and do change from insecure to securely attached. I'm more confident than ever that this can be true for me too. I'm so grateful to have been a part of this experience. Thank you, Taylor, her co-facilitators, Brittany and Brittany. Shout out to Brittany and Brittany. And all the courageous women who also said yes and contributed to this beautiful weekend. Thank you, Amanda. Y'all, I mean, this, this, is a, this, is, this is amazing. So I hope that you're going to be there next year. when We're going to be doing more retreats. We've already decided, me and Brittany and Brittany, we've already decided. Thank you. We've already decided. So I want y'all to be there. Um, I'm going to give y'all a taste of, of, of the let go energy. So let's talk about it. A lot of people want and need things. And all of those things are perfectly fine. I love people wanting and needing things. What we have to understand, though, is that part of the reason it's difficult to run into the things that I want, to receive the things that I want, is because I'm still hanging on to the things that I had. Couple of things that couple of things that show up often, okay? Couple of things that show up often. I am in denial that something is over, that a season in my life is over. I am in denial that a season in my life is over. I cannot believe or will not believe that it's happened. Something has happened, an ending has happened, and I'm still hanging on to something that is over. Another thing that comes up a lot is that someone, I think this is a difficult one for people to admit, but it's really common once we start to dig and see that I'm waiting for vindication because this wasn't fair. I believe that something shouldn't have happened, shouldn't have happened the way that it did, or something else should have happened instead, right, in that ballpark. And so I'm waiting for vindication because whatever I experienced wasn't fair, Okay, or I was I was treated unjustly and someone should pay for this. Can anyone relate to that? Can you just put it in the chat? Can you relate to that? Um, As I'm looking, it's hard. There's I have I have some resentment energy in me. I have some resentment in energy in me and I want someone to pay for what they did. And it is difficult for me to let it go because it seems to me that they're just going on living their life or maybe they're even living better than what it seemed they were before. And now I'm really frustrated because here I am trying to heal from this person and they're out there looks like living their best life. Has Can anybody relate to that experience? Have you ever have you ever felt like that? thought that Pamela says yes at times truly not understanding how certain people can sleep peacefully and so now not only am I having difficulty letting go of something but I'm also frustrated irritated thinking about what you must be doing 
So here's a couple of very simple truths. And the way that I'm going to say it sounds simpler than the emotional process of actually doing the thing. Okay. So I'm going to put a disclaimer on this. I know this is one of those things where it's easier said than done. But if you believe that what I'm saying is true, it will make it easier to go through the emotional process. Does that make sense? impossible to actually complete the emotional process of letting go if you do not believe what I'm about to say. Okay. So here's the first thing. If I am in denial of something of like an ending having happened, right? If I, if if I'm saying it couldn't have ended like that, or it, or it must be coming back around, we about to spin the block. I cannot accept that it is truly over. The thing that's going to sound simpler uh, easier said than done, but if you don't believe it, it is impossible to it is impossible to move through it. We have to accept that it is over. This shouldn't have ha- it can't have happened. It has. So this is like one of these. Um, it's like I think about it in the way that I talk to clients about it. And I have one client in particular, we used to say it like this. I've got to bat some thoughts back. I've got to bat some thoughts back. So when my denial is coming up that it, sh- that, that it is not over, I am going to challenge that thought with it is over. It doesn't mean that you like it. It doesn't mean that it feels good that it's over. But what we've got to do is live in reality that is presented to us now. It doesn't mean that something can't, can't be reconciled, but what it, does mean is that as of this moment, it is over. Does that make sense? Letting go. So any part of me that refuses to believe that something is over is going to get in the way of me letting go. I can't be fantasizing and wishing and hoping and even expecting that something is going to be revived and let go of it at the same time. I'm working against myself. All right. Here's this other thing. It's not fair. It's not fair. This shouldn't have happened to me. It's not fair. This shouldn't have happened to me. We're going to, this is going to sound easier said than done, but if you don't believe this, it's going to be an impossible emotional process to get through. So we've got to accept that's actually the word. (laughs) <laughs> what do you have to do with this feeling, this thought, this, be- this, this belief that something is unfair? I've got to accept that this is my hand. In order for me to do something about the, about the experience that I, that I want to move out of, transform out of, grow out of, I've got to at, just accept my hand as it is. It doesn't mean that I accept it forever. As in, what, how do I, how, let me say this better. Let me say this better. Let me say this better. Can I back up? Can let's rewind this hate. I want to say this better. Okay. I want to say this better. When people walk around with this energy of this is, un, life is unjust and unfair, that bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy. Let me just say it how I want to say it. Bitter Betty and Bitter Brian live in a sad, cold world where things do not go their way. They're living, as some would say in this day and age, in a low vibrational space. 
And so in the same moment, in the same, in the same breath that they are wanting something to be different, their bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy is essentially blocking good things from happening. Are, it, does that make sense? If I can't accept what has happened to me and start to let go of offenses, I am my bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy is blocking the very things that I would rather have. My bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy is blocking my blessings. That's a is that alliteration? My bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy is blocking my blessings. Somebody write it down. Somebody write it down. My bitter, bitter Bettys and bitter Bryans who can't let go of the past, who are obsessed with the fact that or the idea that something is not fair, are blocking their blessings with their bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy. I need you to I need you. I want you to do something that the women over the retreat did. When I am in this mind that something shouldn't have happened to me, I am refuse or something should have happened instead. Listen to me. I am refusing reality. If I am refusing reality, I am not in the present. I am in the past or in the future. Listen, and in the past and in the future, I can't make anything happen. I make something happen in the future by being in the present now. If I am so upset, if I am in the mind that something in the past should have happened differently or shouldn't have happened at all, whatever, if I am basically refusing to accept the whatever those experiences were, whatever those events were, whatever relationships ended in whatever way that they did, I am out of step with reality itself. I'm going to slow down on this point. This was a big, this, this came up a lot last weekend. And um, I should say came up, came up in a significant way over the weekend. Let's talk about time. I'm going to try not to go into outer space, but I might. Okay. So if you have questions as we go, will you ask them? Can somebody say yes? If you have questions as we go, will you ask them? I'm going to try not to go out in outer space, but I just might do it. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right, so look, when I cannot, we're talking about letting go, right? Which means that there is, uh, we're talking about past events. When I can't accept those things as they are, I am out of line with reality itself. I am refusing reality, if I refuse reality, I cannot do anything because I am not in the present. I can only do in the present. I can only make what I want to happen in the future by handling the present well. So if I'm, if I think, in other words, I cannot create a better future by doing anything about the past. Not only are things only able to be done in the present, but the past is set in stone. I can think about it differently. I can, I can, um, block things out. I can, um, make up 
memories. It does, but nothing actually changes what happened in the past. All of those past events created the present. The way though that I think about those past events greatly affects how I show up in the present. So the best thing I can do about the past is think well of the past so I can eliminate my bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy and bring my good manifesting, doing, productive, positive, attracting, confident energy in the present, which allows me to have a better future. Did anybody get what I just said? That might be a key to the universe. I'm not joking. I think that might be a major key. I need to know if you heard me. Should we do it again? Let's talk. Let's go back to bitter Betty, bitter Brian. Right? Y'all remember bitter Betty, bitter, bitter Betty, bitter Brian? We remember them? Okay. Um, why don't you give me, so just so I know we're all on the same page, give me some characteristics other than bitter of bitter Betty, bitter, bitter Brian. What do they do? What are they like? Drop some of those things in the chat. What is, who is bitter Betty or bitter Brian? Who is this person? What do they do? What is their experience? Petty. Yes, that's a good one. Good one to start. Petty. Fearful, untrustworthy, always playing victim. Good, 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 good. So in other words, whatever things that you're going to drop in that chat, thank you, is um, me experiencing the past as something that hurts me in the present, as something that holds me back in the present, as something that is affecting my personality and my behavior in the present. Is that true? Everything I just said, apply it to those words. Petty, untrustworthy, playing victim, bitter, resentful. My personality and my behaviors in the present experience is defined by experiences that I had in the past. Are you with me so far? Are you with me so far? Right? I'm going to say it to you like this. I am, right, true, I am untrustworthy because in the past, people broke my trust. I am petty because in, because I am still angry and vindictive about how people treated me or, sur- or surround, I am angry and vindictive because of how people treated me in the past. Those past experiences, past relationships of whatever type are defining my personality and my behaviors right here in the present. And my bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy that because, let's land it, because things only happen in the now. So by me taking those past experiences and letting it define my experience in the now, I am creating my future. I am always creating my future in the now. So if my past experiences are causing me to show up in a way, my bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy, then that is affecting my future experiences. Therefore, I am only, I must be 
on the way to more bitter Betty, bitter Brian experiences because I created that in the present and I can only create in the present. And so if I am bitter Betty, bitter Brian in the present, then I am bitter Betty, bitter Brian in the future. Am I close enough to earth that you are, that you're getting, that you're following me? Let me add something. So I, because I cannot do anything about those experiences that are informing my present bitter Betty, bitter Brian experience, then I need to do something about my interpretation of those past events. I cannot erase them and I've tried to forget them, but I can't. So I have got to interpret my past differently than I have in order to bring a new energy into my present. And and if I succeed, then I must, I have to create a different experience in the future. In other words, I break the cycle. So whatever your negative pattern Whatever your negative pattern, whatever your negative experiences were in the past, I break the cycle by changing my interpretation of the past, which changes my behavior and my personality in the present. Are you with me? This is this is a little bit different. So let's circle back. Let's make let's let's bring all of this together so far. Okay. We said part of the reason why, some big reasons why, big umbrellas, why it's difficult for people to let go is that I think that what happened to me was unfair. Something else should have happened or something shouldn't have happened the way that it did. I have been treated unjustly. I'm waiting for vindication. My The way that I am t- interpreting, those are interpretations of the past. It is unfair. What ex- what happened to me, please, 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 listen. What has This is an interpretation of the past. The past experiences are unfair is an interpretation that it means it's a, it's a subjective follow me it's a subjective experience that it is unfair it is unfair is how I feel it is coming through my perception okay I am reading it through my lens through Taylor's brain I am saying that what happened to me is unfair let me prove to you let me prove to you that your in, that your interpretation of the past can change your present personality. If you knew that tomorrow, listen, that you got everything that you wanted just like that. I'm talking about the life lottery that you got everything you wanted. You would suddenly look back on your past and say it all led up to this. It was so worth it. Is it true? Is it true that some of the things that you're, that you've experienced in the past and you've got some bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy about it because you haven't seen the future yet. You haven't seen anything be different yet. The pattern, the cycle is still going and going. So you're not sure. You're not certain that something's going to be better up there. So you're looking back at your past and saying it shouldn't have happened and this is unfair and someone needs to pay for this. Something shouldn't have happened the way that it did. Something shouldn't have happened to me. I wish it didn't happen like that because I haven't seen a different future. But if you got the the life lottery, 
listen, that you want it tomorrow, you would look back on your past and say, it was all worth it. I totally get it. That breakup, I needed that. That breakup was a breakthrough. That trauma, that pain was my platform. Suddenly, you're giving motivational speeches at colleges across the country because now you see if you won the life lottery tomorrow that it was all to get to a point where you were going to get everything that you wanted. Do you understand what I'm saying? Listen, what I'm saying, I'm giving you proof that your interpretation of the past will change your behavior and your personality in the present. Because if you were looking at those same past events with a different interpretation, no longer was it unfair, it was just what I needed. No no longer was it pain, but now it's my platform. I am monetizing my pain. Listen to me, Taylor. This is not, this is not abnormal. This is my life. If I didn't come to revelation and healing and understanding about who I was, all of those past experiences would have just stayed as pain. But something changed and the experiences still are what they were. But now my interpretation is different. And look at all the people. You heard the reviews. Look at all of the people who now their light bulbs and their lives are changing because I started to interpret my past differently. I started to see myself differently in those experiences that I was always this, that there was just a veil, a cloud, a wall between that version of me and this version of me that you see now. But it was the same body that was back there that you see right here. But you interpret me differently because you've seen the shift and you've seen the few, you've seen the path play out. And so now you look at the past and you say, it all led up to this. And you've got to believe that that is going to be true for you. Does that make sense that I've got to be able to, that I am going to get to a place where I look at my past and I interpret it differently, but I've got to do in order for me to get that future experience, I've got to interpret the past differently before I see it. I didn't even know that I was going to be doing this as I was doing the work. So I had to be willing to be open to a different me before I got the different me. I had to be open to a different kind of relationship before I got the different relationship. Changing the, my perception of the past and changing my, my perception of who I was in the present allowed me to rid myself of the bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy. So then I'm looking at my past differently. And so then because I remember if I'm looking at the past differently and I'm ridding myself of that bitter Betty, bitter Brian energy, I'm able to change my personality and my behavior in the present. And things, since things can only happen in the present, if I successfully change my interpretation interpretation of the past then I change my interpretation of me in the present and then I literally create a different future because I brought a different me in the present I am no longer victim right somebody said earlier bitter Betty bitter Brian always play victim now I am no longer victim but I am empowered now I am no longer taken advantage of but now I know better I now I am no lo- I'm no longer wasting my time It wasn't a waste of time now that I'm able to see, oh, I needed that. Oh, I needed that. People are always asking me, right, how do you know so much about about attachment styles? Because it couldn't have been from a book. If I went, 
if I wouldn't have experienced that back there, I wouldn't be able to talk about it up here. So I have a different interpretation of my past because I made something different out of my past than what my initial interpretation was. Let's pause. I want to hear what you're, what you're understanding so far. Hey y'all, this is a good time to take a break. I want to, let's say, reiterate, point out, emphasize that right here, I'm talking about my personal experience. And I want you to just make sure that you note that the principle is the same for everybody, everybody. Okay, so I'm talking about how my past experience was then um, how my path essentially ended up here and your path is going to end up somewhere too, somewhere good, somewhere productive, somewhere that that gives you the environment and the relationships that reflect to you who you really are. Now, my path is personalized to me. And it includes my personality, my gift sets, my skill set, that my formal education, my um, natural abilities, all these things that have combined together. And this is my path, my purpose as well, for sure, in that, okay, in that equation. But you have something too. So I just want to make sure that I emphasize the... Um, overarching principle that I'm not saying that everyone's going to end up teaching, coaching, attachment, and becoming a therapist. What I am saying is that if you let it, your past experiences are going to work for you and not against you. Let's get back to it. What else I want you to understand? Okay. Um, I'm going to say this last thing that I'm going to give you some practical things to move forward. Okay. So let's go back to this idea. Um, actually a fact that, um, if you are thinking that something shouldn't have happened the way that it did, or that something should have happened differently, you are out of step with reality. Okay. Listen, even when you don't know how to replace the thought with something better, what you can always rely on. So star this on your notes. What you can always rely on is this truth. If you, when you can't come up with a different perception, right? When you can't see it, because sometimes, right, the feelings aren't going to let you see it as growth. And you're like, I know we said it's growth and it's not. But listen to me. What you can always rely on is is this fact that if you think something should have happened differently or that something shouldn't have happened at all, if you cannot believe, if you cannot accept the things that have happened in the past, you are out of step with reality. And so therefore it is an illogical and irrational way of thinking and being in that moment. It is literally illogical and irrational to, to live in this idea that something in the past was supposed to be different simply because it wasn't, okay? Simply because it wasn't. It, even though we, we have certain, we had certain preferred outcomes and we had certain things that you didn't want to end, you had certain things that you wish somebody never said to you, or you had certain things that you wish someone did say to you that maybe, or certain care that you were entitled to as a child, it doesn't mean that it was right, that anything, like right in terms of moral or ethical, that any of those things happen. It doesn't mean that, um, you deserve to be treated that way, as in the behavior, the action, or the word literally equated to your value, okay? That is not what it means. What it does mean is this. 
it, I can't me th- wishing that it was different is being out of step with reality itself because it was not different. So whenever I catch, I catch myself in the mind that it could have been, should have been whatever. When I can't make, when I can't bring a positive perception into the, into my mental space, what I can do, thank you, Corinna, is rely on the fact that by me thinking that way is illogical and irrational in and of itself. It couldn't have been, shouldn't have been, wouldn't have been because it wasn't. Okay. I know some people aren't going to get that, but I'm going to put this out here on the podcast for someone that will. Okay. Last thing about that. There is nothing else to do but accept it. Oh my gosh, hear me about this. There is nothing else to do but accept the past. There is nothing else to do but let go of what you wish would have happened. There is nothing else to do about it but to let it go. There is nothing else to do because there's nothing else to be done. I'm trying not to, I'm trying to slow, I'm trying to go slow here. There is nothing else to do because there's nothing else that could be done. So the only logical, rational, reasonable thing to do is to move on. I'm not saying that you like it. I'm not saying that it feels good. But the only logical, rational, reasonable thing to do with anything that happened just a second before this moment is to let it go, to move on, to meet the present because I can only do in the present. Okay, good. Okay, it couldn't have been different because that's what it was. Good, good, good. It couldn't have been different because that, because um, it was what it was. You got it, Corinna. Tessie, it happened. It couldn't have been different. Accepted and let go. It couldn't couldn't have been different. If you would have done this, if mom would have done that, if my husband would have done this, if my girlfriend would have done that, well, they didn't. And so here's an example before we move on, okay? Lord, I just can't let it go. Um, instead of the instead of the could have, would have, they should have done that, what I can do in the present, I'm going to give you an example, right? Let's make that present focused. Okay, now I know what I need. Okay, now I know what I will not accept. Okay, now I know where my boundaries are. Okay, now I know where my standards are. Okay, now I know when to walk out the room. Okay, now, now, now I know what to do so that I break the cycle. Do you hear me? Free yourself. Now I know what to do. I'm not going to keep obsessing over what could have been, should have been different. It, you you may it may have been it probably was well deserved that you deserve something different but i can rely on the simple fact i must accept it there is nothing else to do but accept it. it is the only reasonable and rational thing to do i can bring that energy into the present i can use that energy to say okay well now i know what to do now i know where my standard is now i know when to walk out the room now i know that when i go home for the holidays i got to stay in a hotel now i know that i want to make sure that i drive i drive myself because when I drive with that person I'm really uncomfortable in the car and I like to have my space now 
I know that when someone starts calling me names the first time, I'm going to take it seriously. And I'm up at that thing rather than, oh, God, they shouldn't have done it. And I need an apology. No, 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 no. Well, I didn't get it. And so it is, rash, it is irrational and unreasonable for me to keep obsessing over what didn't happen because it didn't happen, period. And so now I know what to do in order to create a different future. I break the cycle by bringing that, by bringing what my experience and by making it into a doing energy, which can only happen in the present. Rumination does nothing. Rumination happens in the past. Nothing can be done there. Remember this. Always remember this. If I won the life lottery tomorrow and got everything I ever wanted, I would easily look back and say it all happened for a reason. I can see that this led to that. And that was the only reason why that happened. And suddenly... It means that it is not impossible to change your interpretation of the past. What makes it difficult is the uncertainty of what's going to happen in the future. But I can better get a grasp on what's going to happen in the future by bring, by changing my bitter, better, bitter, bitter, Betty, bitter Brian energy in the present, because that is the only thing that will change my future. Good. Right, Tessie, good. Okay. So it is not impossible to change my interpretation of the past. It is the uncertainty that makes it difficult about what's going to happen in the future. But I can help, I can help create my future by changing my energy in the past. And my bitter, better, bitter, Betty, bitter Brian energy will do nothing but keep me in the past. Will nothing but block my blessings. Bitter, better, bitter, bitter Betty, bitter Brian only blocks my blessings. I need to change. I need to change. Nothing else needs to change because nothing else could have changed. I am driving this point. That's so important. It's going to help. That's going to help a lot of people. Okay. I think y'all are getting it. Okay. Right, Liz. Good. I've got to be in line with reality. That is the quickest thing for me to, um, the quick, that is the most effective way for me to control my future is by accepting my past. Write that down. The most effective way for me to control my future is to accept my past. The most effective way for me to control my future, for me to um, define my future, for me to manifest in my future is to accept my past. I need all of the energy that I can get. And if I tie it up in the past, it is impotent energy, impotent. It means that nothing can happen there. It doesn't work when I need all, if whatever you want up there, oh my gosh, whatever you want up there needs all of your energy, needs all of your personality aligned with it, needs all of your behavior aligned with what it is that you want. Whenever that energy is tied up in the past, I am reducing the, my effect on the future. So the best way for me to manifest, for me to create, for me to define my future is to remove the energy from my past. I need to bring it all present. It all needs to be in the now. I've got to accept every single thing that has happened to me. And it doesn't all happen at once. It's an ongoing thing. So whenever those feelings come up, we always release, release, accept. There's nothing that can be done. If I need to process it and talk it out in therapy, then I will do that. But I will always do it with the intention of letting it completely go without changing anything. Do you agree? Does this make sense to you? I'm trying to clear the way. I've got so much 
to do in 2023, I need as many empty vessels as possible. I need as many empty vessels as possible. Every person that works with me in 20, this is, I'm telling you, this is revelation. Anybody, everybody that works with me in 2023 is coming into an overflow. I'm telling you that, I'm telling you this. So I need as but I can only do this if I, in it, with an empty vessel. I can't do it with you filled up with stuff that we can't do anything about. We've got to get it out. You've got to get it out. Okay. Excellent, Tiffany. I need all my energy. And if it's tied up in the past, it will be impotent. This was in none of my notes. So let's see what I did right. This is now this all seems so lame. Like all this that I wrote. Y'all, we are almost at the end of the episode. I have some more for you after this, but right here on Patreon is where I stopped the video to make it easier for me to edit. I stopped the recording and I restarted another video and a recording. So I want to let you know about what's going to happen next. Okay. First of all, I, it is going to highlight how important it is to be in the room. Like, I think that if you're listening to this back or watching the replay, that you're going to get an idea of what was going on. But just like at the retreat, how Andrea said, this is one of those you had to be there experiences. I want to highlight how important it is to get involved in real time to experience these shifts in your life so that you're not just hearing about it or getting secondhand. Okay, getting it secondhand. I want you to be in the room. So with that being said, we've got a few minutes or more than a few minutes to go if you want to keep tuning in. I'm just want to I wanted to stop here and let you know that um you may be feeling lost because we're going to be talking about what we experienced together as a group through uh, recording that episode together. And so I want to give you a heads up about that. I hope you stick with it because I think there is still a lot to glean from it. But I want to reiterate, I want to emphasize, I want to point out how important it is to be in the room. So we have attachment class that is going to be starting on Monday, January Second, if you can't tell, this is not going to be a normal attachment class. Okay, we're going to, of course, be talking about attachment. You're going to understand your attachment. But you're really going to understand and get a grasp on how to make these transformational shifts in your life, not just learning about attachment. And so I definitely hope that you check it out. Um, Monday, January 2nd is when we start. Information is on my website, IamTaylorChandler.com. The registration is there as well. Email me, I, Taylor at IamTaylorChandler.com if you have any questions. Let's move on to this final part of our last episode. Wow, that was a lot. That hour went by really fast. I feel like that went by like, I feel like I was talking for like 15 minutes. Did that go by fast to y'all? That was an hour. Did that feel like an hour to y'all? I don't know. I mean, you tell me. It felt to me like, I'm like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. You know, I think that's a really interesting um, quality of flow. It's like a really interesting quality of flow. Like when you're in the flow of something, and for some people it's painting, for some people it's cooking, for me it's doing this, it's teaching, um, for some people it's coding, like whatever your flow is, it's a timeless um 
it's a timeless experience. Like literally it's like as if time is suspended, which I find really, really interesting and really goes along with this, um, with what we were talking about in that, in that part one, um, about bringing all of your energy. Wow. This is really interesting about bringing all of your energy into the present moment, right? Like delivering, like I said, I wasn't looking at my notes, right? But bringing all energy and all attention and all focus into the present. And that allows for a lot. It, it, it like expands time. All right. I won't go anyway. I could talk about this stuff for a long time. But I know that there are going to be some people who want to just know like, okay, what do I need to do practically to let go of the past? Okay, here's here's one thing. Here's one thing. Um, Let the feelings come. So we mentioned in part one that um, when that it doesn't all acceptance doesn't all happen in a flash, but it is an ongoing process Meaning that I can reasonably expect that I can know all of my energy needs to be in the present, but I can be pulled back by my emotions, by my thoughts. And so rather than trying to um, literally fight them, okay, rather than trying to literally fight them, I can accept that my feelings and my thoughts will come. They'll come in waves. They can come in pangs. They can um, create some feelings of impulse, like you've got to call somebody or do something. But the trick is knowing that there is nothing to do about those feelings and about those thoughts. I am going to stay grounded in the reality that I've got to keep all of my energy in the present moment. And so any thoughts and feelings that are pulling me back, remember, irrational, unreasonable for me to tie my energy up back there. So I don't need to fight these feelings. I can literally just know that I don't have to do anything about them at all. Okay, that's the first one. Y'all, as you're coming back in here, did that feel like an hour? Anyway, um, yeah, so looking at this stuff like a detox, looking at this like a, like looking at um, acceptance as a, as a detox. Right, Tiffany? It didn't feel like an hour. I just think that that's wild. I can't get off of this thing. All of these little facts I'm about to give you are so much less than this bigger idea, okay? I want you to just take that experience of being in that live. And if you're listening to this replay on the podcast, Boundaries and Grace, then maybe you'll be able to relate because if you were just listening to it, you might have been able to catch that flow with us, okay? If you were really present, if you were like doing something at the same time and didn't give it your full attention, you wouldn't have had the same experience. So I'm going to go ahead and say that now. But if you were, if you were really intently listening, to this. If you were really actually like tuned in, you were able to catch that flow with us. And something about it felt like, like it, it felt like time was expanded. Like we were like, we only spent a few minutes, but we really spent many minutes. I want you to understand that that is, that is the power of presence, right? Pamela, it felt like that to you. Right, right, right. Y'all, I want you to understand, this is the, listen, y'all, I know that this, this is starting to get really interesting because I'm getting to talk about like the real process that's happening between me and people, okay? And I'm also understanding like what my real gifts are, 
Okay, which is exciting. And I'm being able to like, you know, really verbalize it. And I'm like, yo, this is what we're, this is really what's happening here in these moments that in these experiences that we're having together. We heard it on the, we heard it on the retreats. Let me help you understand. What we're experiencing is the power of presence. It is the same process that I just asked you to do with letting go. I said we can only do in the present. Anything in the past, um, it, it it is impotent energy. And so the only thing that you can do to create a different future is by bringing your energy in the present. We just did it. We just did it. We called your attention to the to the present moment. You were so you were you were you were right here with me, right? Do you feel it almost feels like we were right here right and if you're listening to the podcast you can't see the video but you got it on the patreon you can see the video you understand what i'm saying like did it it felt like we were right on the same um in the same mind right okay that is the power of presence that is the power of attention when you apply that to this whole letting go thing right and bringing your energy in the present you can do all things Oh my gosh. Look, listen. Okay. What I just asked you to do with past relationships and such is a, is a small, small, um, example of the overarching principle that things happen in the now and that if you can bring your presence and your energy in the now things happen that feel um like magic like that is manifestation energy i want you to understand what just happened between us okay it is the experience of flow and in that space it's almost like we were walking around. I'm I'm describing something and I just wonder if you understand. I don't even know if I'm going to put this on boundaries and grace because I feel like we're having a moment here in the video, okay? In that flow, we were in the same mind. We I called your attention to the present. I called your focus to the present. We eliminated any reason to go back in the past. I said, bring it all right here. And when you did that, we became connected. Are you following me? When you did that and you bought in, you caught the flow and you caught the wave, we became in the same, we got into the same mind. In other words, like we hit the same frequency. I, we bopped, you bopped, bopped up. Okay. That makes sense. Is this describing the experience that we just had? Tell me, tell me if it's not. Tell me. It's almost like when you're, when you're tuning it, when you're tuning a radio, you know, I use a tuner radio. And when you hit the right, when you hit the station, it suddenly becomes clear. But the station was always there. I just had to tweak it just a little bit to the right and a little bit to the left. And when you started to go back, I'm going to call you back up. Right? I'm going to call you back up. And so we all get on the same way. And in that space is where all things happen in the very now present moment. Okay. And so I'm really just illustrating how important it is to let all that stuff go in the back because that, that flow that we just had has never happened to you while you were thinking about the past. It has never happened. 
I know that that's true because I know how this works. It has never happened that you felt that connected by thinking about the past. You actually feel more disconnected because you're not living in reality. Come on, listen to me. Hear me. You have never felt, we have never felt that in flow thinking about the past. We, you, we feel the most in flow when you are fully in present and you recognize, you realize that there is nothing to do about that. There's only something to do right here. Yes, energy increase. It's a bop up. It's like you just doop, raise your frequency. You bop up and you, when you meet other people there and that, and then it's, it's multiplied. All things happen in that moment when you are following like that every word, every single, when you're like, when you, you know what I'm saying? It's all, I know, I know how it, I, if you were really listening, if you were really, if you were really in this video, I know that that's how it felt, right? Where you're like, it's like you're writing every single word. Like when you are saying like, I'm following, I'm, it's resonating, that kind of thing. That's that experience of like being like linked up in the flow, in the present, that makes sense. Makes sense. Let me see what Tessie said. It feels like even the cutoff of the last podcast was symbolic of eliminating letting go of the past. And as we came back on, we entered in the now, listening for the next phase on being present. I agree, actually. I totally agree. Because you know, like now, now, now what we're doing in this moment is we are um, thinking about the, we are, it's it's like, it's metacognition. I'm thinking about my thinking. Meta, like above, I'm thinking about my thinking. I am over my thinking. So what I'm doing right now is I'm saying, think back over this last hour and what just happened, right? How is it that we were on here for an hour, but it felt like 10 minutes, how is it that y'all are all in different places, but for some reason I feel like we're having the same experience? Why does it feel like you are in the room with me when really you are far away from me? Okay? So now we are looking at the experience, and we're so it's metacognitive. I'm thinking about my thinking. I'm helping you to see how you what you just did, you can do for the rest of your life. You can really be that present as often as possible. You can really let go of the past as often as you need to. And so as you're going forward into 2023, what I'm helping people to do is um, is live in that. So what I'm helping people to do right now, helping people to do now is not just understand their attachment, but to understand how that is getting you out of flow of the present, getting you out of flow of reality, that 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 all of that avoidance and all of that anxiety takes you out of the flow. And that's where anxiety and depression, sleep disorders, eating disorders, that's where the, all of those things are outside of that moment that we just had. There is disease. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, I'm telling you something. I don't even know if I'm going to put this on the podcast because I don't know if people are going to get it. But I'm telling you that now, does that make sense? Out of that flow that we were just in is disease and dysfunction. In the flow is safety, productivity, is confidence, is is, is your is worthiness, it's value, it's light, it's bright, it's easy, right? Wasn't it easy? It was easy for us to do that. Out of flow, there is disease and dysfunction. 
in flow is safety, is health, is wholeness, is confidence, is worthiness, it's value, it's easy, it's simple, it's expansive, it's effortless, it's productive, it's moving, it is the opposite of stagnant. Anything up there, anything back there is stagnant because it's not in the present. So the only thing that is moving is in the present. Y'all, this is a different, I don't know how to explain this. Like, are you, are you getting me? I'm glad I'm not on Instagram. I'm just driving this point. In other, I, I, we could drive this point endlessly because there is no end to it. There is no end to like, like you could like you, it's endless gifts in the flow. It's endless revelation in the flow. It is endless. If I keep talking about it, it will just continue to grow and grow because that's all that can happen in the flow. We said it is impotent energy in the back. All that I can do, all the, all of my moving energy is in the present. So if I keep talking about the present, I'm telling you, this is how this works. You can do this in your own life. I'm going to coach you to do it. I'm going to teach you to do it. If So if, if I bring all of my energy in the present, I will only get more by by if, if I keep talking about the power of the present. If I keep interpreting my past as 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 transformative, as growth, as a platform rather than a problem, I will only get more power in the present. And the more that I do that, and the more that you do that, the better your future is going to be because your energy is going to keep your energy is going to keep is going to stay like on that super high frequency. Doesn't it feel, it feels, I mean, right? Adriana said, I've heard bits of this idea before, but now I actually get it. That's amazing. It's all that can happen when you, when you give some, when you give attention and focus to when, when someone, I have a coach and so, um, and I'm very tuned in and very attentive. And, but so when someone has a gift, like he has a gift, right? And a skill set. Anybody who has a gift, anybody who has um, an anointing on their life, anybody who has a, a and then aligns the, their personality is aligned with it and their skill set is aligned with it, like what they literally learn. So what your natural gifts are, so what your spiritual gifts are, what your personality is, what your um, then what you literally learn, like in a, what you could learn in a book or through formal education. Whenever you are tapped in, tuned in, whenever you are tuned into somebody who's who's matching all of those things up, you will get something. Because there's nothing else to do but to get something from somebody who is that aligned in what they're supposed to be doing. Whether it's cooking, whether it's a mechanic, whether it's somebody watching your kids, um, whether it's um, so what, whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just giving you like some really high level stuff. That's why you got to pay attention, pay attention when somebody's got to, when somebody's got to, when somebody's doing what they are purposed to be doing and you tune in, there's nothing else to do, but to be, um, filled, whatever that, whatever that thing is, but to be inspired, but to be more productive because you tap into their flow, you will receive. You will receive. It's just, it's just the law. All right. So, um, is there anything else? Anyway, wow. So let feelings go. Now, like, what are we even talking about, right? What are we even talking about? We on a different level right now. (laughs) 
we're in a different level. Now I'm going to bring us like all the way down to earth. Okay. So let's just, let's just do this. Let's do it for the podcast. Okay. Let the feeling, let your feelings come, you know, understanding that those feelings are not a cue to do anything. Remembering why something ended is very helpful in letting go. Cause often we just focus on the good stuff, but remembering why something ended can be helpful when it comes to the practical ways of letting go. Here's another one, setting boundaries with yourself. Doesn't this feel different to talk about this? Like we're, we were just on a very, I can't stop talking about it. We were on a very high level and now we're going to come to, now this is a very low level. Can you feel that? Do you all feel the difference? It's not that it's not true. It's that it's a it's a, it's that it's a, a lower it's a it's just a lower level. Right? You felt the shift. It feels like something almost like wind is taken out of your sails, right? You feel the difference. I'm going to teach people to understand energy differently. You feel that, right? So this next one that I'm going to say, I'll let, let me go through this next one. And then I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what we're, what we're experiencing right now. Okay. Um, how to let go, set boundaries with yourself, get rid of everything, remove stuff from social media, delete pictures, throw out the stuff, get rid of everything, set boundaries with yourself to help let go. Okay. That was, you heard it. Now let's rewind and look at it. Okay, let's rewind what I just said, 35 sec- 30 seconds, and let's look at what just happened, okay? Most people spend most of their time talking about low-hanging fruit like this. You could read this in a book anywhere. You could read, you could Google this. There's probably 89,000 articles on Google about setting boundaries and about letting things go. It's so simple that I've gotten frustrated because I am going so high up that talking about this stuff, I know that some people need it, but I also know that what experience we just had talking about the big stuff is actually going to transform your life. This other stuff, getting rid of everything and setting and getting rid of people on social media, that'll get you through a day. I'm trying to change your life. I'm changing lives, okay? So when, when I'm doing with some with people one-on-one and when I when we get into a flowing group, I take you up because that's where the transformation is. But but people are asking about stuff like this. How do I set boundaries with myself? That's easy. Tessie said, feel like this was uh patty cake surface level. Exactly. But this is the stuff that a lot of people spend their time on. Why are you are you listening to the podcast? If you're listening to Boundaries and Grace, listen to me now. Don't spend any more hours on YouTube looking at stuff that's so basic. And you, it's like 89,000, again, 89,000 articles about boundaries. But you need to understand how to bring what we just did. You need to understand the present, the, how, how, to, how, to get your, how to get your energy in the present. You need to understand what boundaries have to do with this transformation in your life, not just how to manage your feelings in a day. Okay. It's, 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 I'm not saying it's not helpful and I'm not saying that this stuff isn't true. What I am saying that it is a, that, that we are, that I am, I am moving into a space where I'm shifting people up, 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 up. We're going outside of just like how not to, you know, how not to text your ex and more into let we, I need to bring your energy into the present. You need to understand how, how, how your body, how your energy works. 
Okay, you need to understand who you really are. That pining over somebody in the past is out of alignment with who you really are. I want you to get more curious about that about that you that doesn't need validation than about how to just stop texting your ex. Low level, high level is who is the me that would never chase? Who is the me that is valuable all on her or his own? Makes sense. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a same situation but a different question makes sense so we're going up we're going up we're going up so you feel the shift and I'm glad y'all are here I'm glad we're I thought about um recording this episode by myself too but it's so interesting how 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 this is how this is unfolding right now right and to let it unfold the way that it is so you all felt the shift. They felt the shift, y'all, on Patreon and the chat felt the shift. And when we started talking about the practical ways of going through it, uh, of letting go, it feels different, right? It feels different. We know that it's true. I need to set boundaries. I need to get rid of stuff. But the connection that we just experienced will get you more, much more, multi- multiples more, exponentially more than this basic stuff. Anyway, let's continue. Um, how to let go, set boundaries with friends and family. Uh, so here's something that kind of, that can get in the way of people um, letting up. People are still bringing up the past or sending pictures or, or updating them about somebody in the past. Set boundaries with friends and family. And it might sound something like this. I know I used to want to talk about that, but I'm not interested in talking about it anymore. No need to bring that person up. So setting boundaries with friends and family can help you from, can stop you from spiraling or getting angry. Um, another suggestion that I have on that one when it comes to setting boundaries with friends and family is this. If they keep asking, if they keep, you understand you can always just not answer the question. I think sometimes, oftentimes people get caught like in this web of like feeling like you've got to explain yourself. I do think that it is a healthy thing to do to just say, hey, I know I used to talk about that. I'm not talking about that anymore. We don't need to bring that person up. And if they keep going, though, just you don't have to answer the question. Like you can really just stop. Okay. You can really just stop. Um, you don't have to like, you don't have to explain. Oh, you don't have to over explain. Oh, and what I really was going to say is um, I think people end up getting really angry in those <laughs> moments. Like you should not like, like, why do you keep asking? And you just, it just isn't, you just don't need to do all of that. Okay. Um, and last thing, have hope for the future, okay? It is very difficult to let go of the past if you don't have any hope for what you are moving on to. Let's wrap, let's bring this back to the part one, right? Um, we said that if you won the life lottery tomorrow and got everything you want, it would be very easy to be able to look back and say, oh, I can see how everything worked out. And now suddenly my past all makes sense. And I totally get how I got here. Um, but, we, but I said that one of the issue is, is that you don't know that you're going to win the life lottery tomorrow. OK, and so that's where faith comes in, where hope comes in. Even if like we know that I probably won't get every single thing that I want overnight. Right. That's just that's just likely. Right. I'm not, probably not going to get every single thing that I want overnight, but I can have a positive expectation for what's going to happen in my future. And remember, the best way to ensure that that happens is by having a positive energy in the present, by aligning my personality and my behaviors with the future experience that I want. So I've 
got to have hope that I'm going to have a good experience. I've got to live like I'm going, even if, remember, I know that rationally, I might not get everything that I want overnight and I probably won't get everything that I want overnight. I'm going to live as if. I'm going to live as if I am winning the life lottery tomorrow. See how that changes your mood tomorrow on Thursday, December 15th. If you live as if you're going to win the life lottery tomorrow, see how that changes your behavior today. Does that make sense? So I, I can, I can rationally know it probably won't happen overnight, but I can also live with the energy that it, that it could happen overnight. What if it happens overnight? Right. And by doing that, I create that life lottery by do by living in that kind of energy. I actually create the win. Because I'm aligning my personality and my behaviors with that expectation. And so I create that by being that now. And that's the season, folks. That's the season. I am so grateful for your continued listening. If this podcast has been serving you throughout this season, season eight, there's a mon- there are monetary donation links at the bottom, Cash App, PayPal, and Venmo. I appreciate every one of you that has sent a five, a 20, a 100, whatever you have sent. I see it. I appreciate it. I thank you. Um, I want to just thank you. I just thank you. I just thank you. I thank you for leaving reviews. I thank you for sharing this with people that you care about and people that um, you want to see doing better. And I thank you for trusting me with this part of your work. I hope that we're able to, if we're not already working together, I hope that we're able to deepen our work together at the top of 2023 and that you make the step, make the leap, take the jump, take the dive and really, really change your life we're going to be doing gigantic things huge things transformational things big things exponentially greater things in 2023 and i want you to be a part of it happy holidays